Hello everyone and welcome back to the All Things Basketball Podcast and in today's episode I'll just be going over some of the top teams in the league and who I think have a chance to win the title this year and maybe some teams I think will get bounced out earlier than most people expect. Alright so hello everyone and once again welcome back to the All Things Basketball Podcast and so for today's episode I just want to quickly talk about the top teams in the league and just who I think have have you know have a chance to win the title this year and who I think are pretenders and don't actually have a chance to win this year, whereas most people think they do. Um regular seasons come to an end. It's been a wild, you know, regular season. Um but with playoffs and on the horizon the playing game as well. I just want to talk about some of these teams. And so the first team under the contender section is gonna be the Los Angeles Lakers. And we all know LeBron, AD, um, what they bring to the table. But I think this Lakers team this year, you know, their main issue has been overall health. They've been they've they've been banged up a lot this year. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, um, Dennis Schroeder, you know, all these guys on their team have kind of missed time. And I think that's kind of you know hurt them in in the terms of you know they can't all get on the court at the same time and get that you know on court chemistry going like they were able to last year. Um, and so as of right now, the Lakers are in the playing game. Um, and I think I talked about in the last episode how the Lakers are one of the teams that I think need to be very, very careful about how they play their cards here because the playing game, no matter who you're playing against, you know, it can go either way, just like, you know, any series can, but especially for the playing game, because you only have one game against that team. You know, if you lose, you lose, you win. All right, go move on. But, um, I think the Lakers do still have a chance to contend. I mean, when you have LeBron James on your team. And when you have Anthony Davis backing them up, I mean, those are two superstars right there. Um, I like what Dennis Shooter brings to the table. I think he's one, you know, I think he's a very underrated player in the league. Now, he he did come out about a month or two ago, you know, asking for, I think it was what, it was like $20 million, I, I think, a year, which is way too much money. I might be wrong, you know, it might be a little bit more, a little bit less, but he's, he's an underrated player um, even still. And I like what he brings to the table defensively for them. Um, Taylor Horn Tucker is going to be one of the biggest players for them, I think, in the playoffs. With all the injuries they've had, he's had to kind of step in and play more minutes here and there. And he's really shown some flashes that he can be a really, you know, contribute, you know, really big contributor for them. And so I think guys like, you know, Tucker, Ben Macklin, who they recently got, um, you know, guys like that are going to be big for them in the playoffs. Um, next team is going to be the L.A. Clippers. Um, and obviously the Clippers have gotten a lot of slander over, you know, for last, you know, in the bubble, last season in the bubble, what happened to them in the playoffs, people calling, you know, Paul George, Pandemic P, you know, Kawhi Leonard, what are you doing in games, you know, all these, all this, you know, other hate they've been getting about their kind of bubble collapse, you know, blowing 3-1 lead. But when you have guys like Paul George and you have guys like Kawhi Leonard, um, you have to put them in the contenders list just because those two guys alone, and we've obviously seen what Kawhi Leonard's been able to do in the playoffs, um, the Clippers are going to be they're going to be a really good team in the playoffs and I think they're going to be very very motivated this year to show people that yeah, we can be one of the best teams in the league not just during the regular season but also during the playoffs as well. And so I think, you know, there's that kind of internal motivation of yeah, guys, let's go prove all these people wrong. And so the Lakers and Clippers are the first two teams I have on the contenders list. Next up's going to be the Brooklyn Nets, which is pretty obvious. I'm not going to talk too much about the Nets. I mean, KD, Harden, Kyrie, just, I mean, you want to double Kyrie? Okay, you got James going for 40. You want to maybe run traps at James? You got KD on the mid post scoring 30. It's just, it's pretty much impossible to guard them. And I've liked what I've seen from their, you know, surrounding players this year. Someone like a Bruce Brown's been playing well. 
Someone like a Jeff Green's been playing well. Someone like a Landry Shaman's been hitting his shots when you need him to. And so the Nets are just a very, very dangerous team. And the next step might be a little bit of a reach. Some people may consider, but I have the Miami Heat under the contenders list still. Um, the Heat have been just, they've been as banged up as you can be this season. I mean, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Harrow. Um, you know, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Harrow, Jimmy Butler especially, Goran Dragic, all these guys for them have just been banged up. Uh, but they've been able to continue to be, you know, competitive. They did get Victor Oladipo via trade, but that obviously has not worked out. He's he's going to miss the playoffs with the uh, leg injury. And so, you know, the Heat's biggest issue, much like the Lakers, is just overall health. You know, Jimmy Butler, with him being out this year, has proved to be one of the most valuable players in the league. If Jimmy Butler's not on the floor for the Heat, they are just, they're not even a playoff team, I feel like. And you just, you watch them play and you'd probably agree with that. The Heat are just, they're not even close to being the same team they are with Jimmy Butler on the on the floor. And I think with the Heat obviously making the finals, you know, in the bubble and losing, I think this season, much like the Clippers, you know, there's that kind of internal motivation where people are kind of counting the Heat out because of how they've looked this year with injuries. And I think the Heat are, you know, want to prove these people wrong and prove that they can be a top team in the league, you know, year round. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Philadelphia 76ers under the contenders list also. Um, Philly is an interesting one as well because they've gotten a lot of kind of hate over the past year or two with how they've looked in the regular season and then how they look in the playoffs with just someone like a Joel Embiid or a Ben Simmons not playing to their full potential. And I, I would agree with most of the, you know, the things people say about them, but when you have someone like a Joel Embiid who has been playing phenomenal this year, he's in the MVP conversation, um, someone like a Tobias Harris been playing great basketball, someone like a Seth Curry or Furkan Korkmaz are hitting their outside shots. And then obviously you have Ben Simmons who... His one weakness is just shooting. Um, but the Sixers are still a very dangerous team. They're atop the East, you know, for a reason. They they are a contender. And so I'm, I'm really excited to watch how they play in the playoffs this season. I, I, I just really hope, I just, you know, hope that Ben Simmons can, you know, get somewhat of a jump shot soon. Because if he does, I just don't know how you're going to be able to guard the Sixers if you have Joel Embiid in the post. You have to double him. You got Tobias Harris on the wing. And then if Ben Simmons can shoot, kick it out to him you know like there's just so many ways they can score um and so yeah and then last team under the contenders list is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks and the Bucks out of all these teams have probably been the most disappointing over the past two two three years um just because when you have a two-time MVP and you get bounced out in the playoffs you know uh before the finals you know it's kind of just anticlimactic when you talk about this big-time player it's not even getting to play on the biggest stage. But um, the Bucks, I think, had a really nice offseason. Them getting Drew Holiday was just one of the best accusations I think any team made. Um, and if they had got Bogdan Bogdanovich, they would have been my favorites for the finals this year, the Milwaukee Bucks. But they, they have a nice roster regardless. I mean, Dante DiVincenzo's solid player. Brick Lopez can space the floor. Um, obviously Giannis and then Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, you know, that's the big three right there. And, and you know, Drew Holiday's made a big difference for them this season. Um, Mike Boldenholzer, I think gets a little bit too much hate, but he does need to, you know, switch up his playoff kind of scheme. Cause I feel like last two years, the Bucks have tried to play the same way and it's just proven, you know, it's, it, it just does not work. However, this season you watch them play in the regular season, they're starting to play Giannis a little bit differently. Um, 
he's playing a lot more in the mid post and getting a lot more just he's coming off screens, you know, from there, hitting mid-range shots, coming off for lob attempts, you know, getting handoffs and handling the ball, driving to the basket. He's obviously still unstoppable in transition. And so I think the Bucks are going to make some noise this year. And it would not surprise me if the Bucks can knock out one of these top Eastern Conference teams to go to the finals. And now moving on to the pretenders list. So let's quickly just recap my contenders list. So teams, I think, have a chance to contend for the title this year are the Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Heat, Sixers, and Bucks. And so now moving on to the pretenders list, um, this list is only five teams, some of the top teams in the league this year. And the first team is going to be the Utah Jazz. And this is probably a shock to most of you guys because the Jazz have been the number one seed for pretty much all year, right? Um, however, they've had some injury issues lately with Mike Conley, uh, Mike Conley, Joe Ingles, and uh, Donovan Mitchell especially. And so I think with the playoffs, you know, now coming up, you know, even if these guys all, you know, if Mitchell comes back, where will they be at chemistry-wise? Where will these guys be at just conditioning-wise? And I'm not doubting that they're going to be good because I, I love Quinn Snyder as a coach. I think the Jazz have a very overall deep team that have a lot of contributing players. But I just feel like with some of their guys, they're just not quite ready yet. I feel like they maybe need another piece or two. And then also just talk about some of these other teams in the contenders list. I just don't know how the Jazz stack up against them. Uh, but the Jazz are a very good defensive team. They've got a lot of shooters. They got some very you know good quality ball handlers. Uh, Gobert, you know, you know, controlling the paint. Um, I'm very excited to watch them play in the playoffs. But it would not surprise me if they get knocked out a little bit earlier than most people think they will. Uh, moving on to the next team is going to be the Denver Nuggets. And this one was tough because I really wanted to put them in the contenders list, but without Jamal Murray, it just I just could not find a way to fit them in there. Um, but good news for Denver fans is that Michael Porter Jr. with Jamal Murray out has really stepped up. However, come playoff time, I just don't think that's enough. Um, and so I've got Denver under the pretenders list. They're probably going to have the MVP in Nikola Jokic, which, you know, congratulations to him if that does happen. But I just, I just don't see Denver making it far in this year's playoffs. And then the next team, this was this was by far the toughest decision I had to make because I absolutely love the Phoenix Suns this year. I love Chris Paul and my favorite players. Monty Williams, same you know, same thing there. But uh I, I have the Suns under the pretenders list just because same with the Denver Nuggets. I just don't know if they're ready yet. Not not due to injuries, but I just don't think the Suns have enough experience. And I also think the Suns have a few more questionable players and rotation spots than the contenders, you know, teams do. For example, uh, DeAndre Ayton's been kind of up and down this year. So has McCall Bridges. You know, all these guys are still young. And while Chris Paul has made a big difference just experience-wise and just coaching-wise, not even on the floor, but I just don't think that's enough to really get them over the hump yet. And they're the number two seed. It's been that way for most of the season. Um, but I think Phoenix, they'll probably get out of the first round. But I just don't see much more after that. And so I have, I have Phoenix under the pretenders list also. Next up, this team is pretty much a reach. But I put them on here just because of kind of how they've been the last few seasons. And with some of the talk going into the season. But uh, the Boston Celtics are a pretender as well. They recently lost Jalen Brown. Which that pretty much ruined their chances right there. Unless Jason Tatum drops 50 points every game. Which he, he might be able to. Who knows? He's really good. But... 
I Boston's not going to make it far. Um, they're in the playing game, I'm pretty sure right now. I think they're the seventh seed, so yeah, playing game. And they they might get knocked out the first game of that. So, uh, you know, Boston I think is going to have a really really quick exit this year. And then the last team is going to be the uh, Dallas Mavericks. And for as much hype as Luka gets and some of these other guys on that team, they're just not that good of a team. Um, I think they have a lot of missing holes on their roster. Kristaps Porzingis just can't stay healthy. Um, but they have had some players step up this year, someone like a Jalen Brunson. Um, someone like a Dorian Finney-Smith has been really good this year for them. But I just don't see the Mavericks making it far this year. They had, they had a decent bubble run. They had a few nice games in the bubble. Uh, they're still a fairly young team. Rick Carlisle is a good coach. A lot of respect for him, but uh, I just don't see the Mavericks making it far this year. First round exit, that's probably what I'm aiming for. It's what I you know, really do see happening. But um, yeah, I just, I just don't see the Mavericks making it far this year. And so now to recap my pretenders list, I have the Jazz, Denver, Phoenix Suns, Celtics, and Mavericks. And so yeah, guys, that's just a quick episode for today. Just talking about some of these top teams in the league. And who I think have a chance to win and who I think are going to get bounced out pretty quick. And so hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, yeah, peace out.